Hey, and welcome to today's episode. I want to start off by asking you a question. What would your life look like if you celebrated and accepted all parts of yourself? So how would this affect the way that you showed up? How would this affect the way that you related to people in your life? And how would this affect the way that you related to yourself? Now, in today's episode, I want to explore finding wholeness through self-intimacy, finding wholeness through fully embracing and accepting and celebrating all parts of ourselves. So this is episode two in a series of four, and it's based on the pillars that I believe need to be in place for us to fully flourish as women, to really live from our deep, authentic truth, to be connected to our pleasure and our passion and our purpose. And the second pillar, which is what I'm looking at today, is the pillar of self-intimacy. So what we'll do is I'm going to take you through a definition of what I see self-intimacy is. And then I have three ways in which we can begin to cultivate that self-intimacy in our lives. Now, something that I see often in the self-development industry is there's this idea of a quick fix. So you identify the problem, you find a solution, and then you solve it. And that's really a reflection of what the world looks like and how the world operates. It's very linear and it's it moves in a line from point A to point B and is very focused on finding that solution and solving the problem. And what I'm noticing more and more with this work, this work of the feminine, walking the path of the feminine, is that it moves in irregular ways. It doesn't do linear. And I think this is a very helpful reframe because if we can move from the idea to say that I can only love and accept myself if I have achieved point B, which is a norm that we hold up to ourselves often. We have this only when X happens will I be able to narrative that runs in our minds. And when we can let go of that narrative and accept that as women, there's an ebb and a flow and we don't do linear, we like an ocean that pushes forward and we can pull back. And sometimes, you know, it's high tide and sometimes we pull so far back and then we expose everything that's underneath us. That's how we operate as women. And if we can embrace that, I think it really will support us to move closer to accepting and celebrating all of who we are. Hi, and welcome to the Untamed and Embodied Show. I'm your host, Tersha Regler, feminine embodiment coach, and here to help you cultivate a life of radiance, everyday pleasure, and unapologetic self-expression. Join me every week as I share how you can tap into your feminine flow so you can come home to yourself and live your life from a place of inner freedom and aliveness. I define self-intimacy as the ability to be in touch with yourself and with your inner world. I spoke in the previous episode about this rich inner world that we have. And so often through distracting ourselves, through numbing ourselves, through um, 
the way that we live in this world, we lose touch with this inner world. And this inner world is, it's like our inner guidance system. And through developing a sensitivity to what is alive in the inner world, we come closer to our own truth. And we can then live this truth and this purpose and this passion out in our everyday life and into the world. So self-intimacy to me, to me means that you are in touch with your inner world and you feel all of your feelings, you feel yourself. And it really means that you're honest with yourself. So often we, for whatever reason, we deny and we, we kind of lie to ourselves about what's really going on. Um, about what it is that we're really feeling or what it is that we are fearing. And this really moves us away from our own truth and from our own authenticity. So to become intimate with yourself means that you are honest about what's going on, not only about what's not working, but also about what you desire. So often we forget about our desires. We don't even know what it is that we desire because we are covered up by the agendas of other people. So become intimate with yourself so that you can also discover the truth of your own desires. Self-intimacy to me means that you show up in full integrity with yourself. And again, we can only really be in full integrity with ourselves if we are honest and truthful about what we want and what we don't want and if we accept all parts of who we are. So these things are really linked in together. And then I see that self-intimacy really allows us to embody our own self-worth which is something that I also speak about a lot. So what I want to do now is take you through three ways in which we can develop this wholeness or find this wholeness rather through self-intimacy. The first way is finding liberation through facing those parts of ourselves which we fear the most. So you'll hear me speak about liberation a lot because to me, it is so necessary for us to really get into contact with our own life force and our own aliveness. We have to liberate ourselves from the internal oppressive systems that are alive inside of us. And it doesn't matter whether these internal oppressive systems come from our culture or they come from society or our family systems. But what they tend to do is, as they are oppressive, is they really... They block our life force energy. They form part of that nervous tension that can get stuck in our nervous system through the form of limiting beliefs and through liberation of these internal oppressive systems that allows us to get closer to accepting ourselves, to loving ourselves and to knowing our own self-worth. So we use a lot of life force energy to hide our undesirable parts and we hate them and we wish them away and we try to let them not be there. And this is usually the, the conscious things that we know about ourselves or rather the things that we know about ourselves on a conscious level. But we also use a lot of energy to hide away our unconscious bits, the things that we don't realize or know about ourselves on a conscious level. We don't know that these parts of us exist, but 
they affect us nonetheless. And this is what Carl Jung refers to as the shadow. So it's that part of us that we deny and that we suppress and that we feel shame for, we feel guilt for that. And it's a part of us that scares us. It scares us and we don't want to face it. We don't want to meet that part of ourselves. And yet it is in facing our darkness, in descending into our deep, dark depths that we discover these treasures where we can connect with that which we fear about ourselves and then in love and compassion integrate that and bring that back into our awareness, bring that into the light so that we can become whole, so that we can fully love and accept all parts of ourselves, so that we can see that even those things that we suppress, even those things that we feel shame for, they don't require our shame, they don't require our oppression what they do require is our love and our acceptance so a question that I get asked often from my clients and I believe that it's a very legitimate question is what if I'm not ready to face what I'm shown what if I can't handle what I discover about myself and what I want to say to this is our bodies are so infinitely wise your body will never show you something that you are not ready for and even then, even when you land on something that you don't want to face, you don't have to go into it all the way. You choose how much you wish to engage with us. We all move at our own pace. We all have our own way in which we integrate and work with these different aspects of ourselves. So my idea or my sense of what our shadow is, I see it as a secret. So we all carry these secrets inside of us and these secrets are really, they like little collages of our life experiences. So they little snippets of comments and ideas and fears and actions and desires that we build up as we go through life and this is hidden from us on a conscious level but our unconscious know your nervous system knows your subconscious mind knows about this and it lets you act in ways and do and say things to make sure that this collage is kept a secret and our liberation lies in understanding that we don't need to keep that a secret. It needs our love and our acceptance and perhaps it needs our healing. We don't know what is, what is in there. So the second way to find wholeness through self-intimacy is through reparenting our inner child, our inner girl. And let me just define what I see the inner child as and then also give you a definition of how I see reparenting, what I mean with reparenting. So there are various interpretations of what our inner child is and it is a collective archetype so it's seen as a collective archetype which is present in all of us, which is present in all of humanity. Some see our inner child as this joyful, light-hearted, playful part or aspects of ourselves and then others see the inner child as the wounded part of ourselves. 
And I think this is a very important distinction to make because depending on what you lens your inner child through is going to determine the success when you do this inner child work. When I was working with my inner child, when I was trying to do exercises that approached my inner child as a happy, light-hearted, playful aspect of myself, those exercises never really resonated with me. None of the work that I did in that way really landed. And it was only when I started lensing and I met my inner child as that wounded aspect of myself and I started working with her as this wounded aspect of myself that needed to be retrieved and that needed to be made feel safe and that needed to know that she was love. This is when things really changed for me in terms of the work that I did with my inner girl. So our bodies know the truth. Our bodies know what is true for us. The invitation here for you then is just to reflect for a moment on how you lens your inner child. That will guide you in terms of how you can work with her. So let's just look at what do I mean with reparenting. And I'm lensing my inner girl as that aspect of myself that was wounded. So to me, reparenting means loving my inner girl. It means retrieving all parts of her that feels lost. It means really getting to know her. So to me, reparenting is really about calling her back into my heart space. And inner child work forms a very big part of the work that I do with the woman um, that I coach because in my own experience, it is so important for us to really integrate those parts of ourselves that feel lost and that, that just need us to love them. And then the third way in which you can find wholeness through self-intimacy is to become grounded in your own self-worth, to really see and feel and know that you are worthy for just being you. So it's very easy for us. And again, the world makes it easy for us. Social media makes it easy for us. And the highlight reels um, that we see of other people's lives, it makes it easy for us to measure ourselves and compare ourselves to those external standards or external ideals that we see. And then it's easy for us to have this internal narrative that says in order for me to be worthy, in order for me to be more loved, I have to be like that. I have to show up in a certain way who I am and what I'm feeling, what I have to offer the world. That's not enough. I have to be more as we're getting older. It feels like the world is pulling away from us. It feels like we don't fit in anymore. Even if we go shopping, the clothes make us either look too young or too old. And yet this is the time where we can really step into that energy of our own lived experiences, the energy of our own wisdom that we've gained through our life experiences and really land on our own worthiness. So 
to me, this really has to do with exploring some of those limiting beliefs. It has to do with liberating ourselves from the things that we fear, which we spoke about in shadow work. But it also has to do with liberating us from those limiting beliefs. So beliefs around aging and our purpose and who society expects us to show up as and beliefs from our internal and our external oppressive systems that keeps on living out and keeps on narrating the way in which we show up. So each time that we dismantle an oppressive belief, each time that we liberate ourselves from being oppressed internally, it really allows us to live more truly it allows us to show up more fully as who we are. It allows us to really connect to our passion and our purpose. So I want to share with you now a self-intimacy practice that you can do. It's actually two types of practices. So it's external and internal. And I'll start with the external practice. So the external practice is starting to do kind things for yourself. So really starting to show yourself some kindness and some love and doing things for yourself that make you feel special. And this can be anything. You don't have to spend money on yourself. And if you want to spend money on yourself, you can do that as well. But really giving yourself some kind gesture. And then the internal practice is to start saying kind things to yourself. I know that my life has changed so much since I started practicing being kinder to myself. So this is really about developing awareness around that voice of the inner critic, the way that you speak to yourself, how much you judge yourself, the way that you treat yourself from the inside. And when we embody our enoughness, when we really live as if this is true, we're living from a place of I am worthy, we're training our nervous system. We're rewiring our subconscious mind to see this is who I am. This is who I'm showing up as. And it's a continuous practice. It's something that we devote ourselves to daily, which is what I'm going to be talking about in the next episode. And this is really where I find the feminine embodiment tools that I teach to be so helpful to support you to really embody that self-worth to really connect with that deep truth of your own enoughness so that brings us to the end of today's show and I have an invitation for you when you sign up to join my newsletter I will send you a free embodied self-love guided meditation so I'm going to put a link for you in the show notes to that newsletter sign up and then once you've signed up I'll send you that free gift. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you found today's episode helpful and I'll speak to you in the next one.